0: Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Skullroot. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullroot and we've got a show for you tonight that uh, I hope you'll enjoy. Uh, last time we did a mock draft, it uh, seemed to go over pretty well, and so uh, got uh, some decent feedback on it. So we are doing another one tonight here on the podcast. Uh, we will go over some news and notes, uh, s- do a few announcements, and then hop right into the hop right into the the draft uh, the mock draft. Uh, we will be going tonight from the the ninth spot in a twelve team half PPR draft. So we'll. Kind of see how that plays out. Last time we did it from the fourth tonight we're going from the ninth, so uh, we will see how that goes. A couple of uh, announcements: we uh, we still have the draft guide up for sale. You can go to SkullKingFootball.com, go to the store page uh, or the store tab on the top of the on the uh, top of the homepage, and uh, and uh, the first two options are the two options for the draft guide. You can get the PDF uh, for ten dollars. Um, has a bunch of different articles in it, our rankings, consensus rankings, um, cheat sheet, uh, three different, uh, a 10-team, a 12-team, and a 14-team guide uh, on ADP analysis, uh, going through all the uh, ADPs for those. Um, and then you can also get our web-based version, which we've actually been adding, um, adding articles to that, uh, some draft strategy in terms of... Um, redraft versus dynasty uh, strategy in terms of um, what else did what else did Aaron put in here Um, get some good articles from from Aaron on handcuffing uh, tips for trading that sort of thing so just uh, some extra content in there Um, plus I'll be uh, trying to update the ADP analysis in there as well so that's what you get on the online version plus you also get a copy of the PDF so so that's what we have going on there. Also, we have uh, we did it a couple years ago and um, it kind of got left by the wayside, but we have restarted our Patreon page um, that you can go to patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash Skull King Nation, um, and in order to support us as a website and a podcast, uh, we would greatly appreciate that. We have a, a few different levels that you guys can join at. Um, one of the one of the perks of joining is that you will be uh, entered to participate in our listener league this year. Uh, we have four spots open. Uh, it'll be a 16 team league, so we're really stretching it out. We've got a bunch of writers that are involved. A bunch of the writers, since we've got 20 writers now on the website, um, a lot of guys uh, just wanted to be part of it and are involved with the the listener league this year. Uh, part of uh, the being a supporter, you'll also be in a Slack chat with all of our writers. So that uh, you know you can ask your start sit questions, trade questions, all that, and you'll be able to to get from the collective um, kind of our thoughts and opinions on those things. Plus, uh, depending on the level, you get uh, discounts on the on Skull King gear, the draft guide, um, you know, possibly free draft guides, that sort of thing. So uh, please go to our Patreon page and uh, and and we ask that you would support us and help us out. Um to give you guys the information that you need to uh, to rule your league so all right, so that's it for the announcements. why don't we go ahead and uh, hop into the headlines today's headlines all right, and today's headlines are brought to you by the sleeper app. Uh, make sure to go to uh, you can go sleeper dot app on uh, on the web or you can download the sleeper app for um uh, Apple or Android, uh, one of the best apps for um, real-time news and notes and notifications on fantasy players. So uh, again, make sure to, to check out the sleeper app. All right, so um, going to do a little bit of a truncated news tonight just so that we can ha- make sure we have time for the mock draft. So the NFL has officially reinstated Patriots wide receiver Josh Gordon. Um, it'll be interesting to see kind of where he where he fits if he can you know if he can keep his 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 head clean and his and his um really his ability to just stay focused on the field um that's always been my biggest concern for him is is that what he's going to be able to do so um i'm happy for Josh Gordon that he is getting this opportunity um you know a lot of people don't get this and i hope that he doesn't spoil it um, in terms of drafting him, I'm not. <laughs> um, uh, I want to see him play in preseason and see what he can actually do again. It's been, was it five years now since uh, that phenomenal season that he had in 2013? Six years um, from that. So um, I'm holding off personally. So, uh, Moving on for Keenan Allen, uh, Anthony Lynn, coach of the uh, Chargers, has confirmed that Keenan Allen is dealing with an ankle injury on top of His sore knee. Um, He thinks that the uh, injury happened on Wednesday. Um, This is a little bit concerning. Um, I had bumped, I had actually bumped Keenan Allen up in my rankings a little bit with the um, Melvin Gordon news uh, because if you look at the splits, Melvin, when Melvin Gordon is out, Keenan Allen gets a bump in production Uh, more targets, more yards, and everything. And so that's uh, definitely something to watch. If he is if he is unable to play the first couple of weeks, I mean that's going to be a huge bump to not only Mike Williams but also to Austin Eckler. Those are two guys that are really going to benefit from that. So we'll keep an eye keep an eye on Keenan Allen. I have not I've dropped him maybe one or two spots in my rankings just precautionary, um, and waiting to see. Um, I have yet to move Mike Williams up again. Waiting to kind of see how this plays out. Um, we're only in the second week of the preseason, so. Uh, I want to get a few more reports and see how things are going. Uh, Todd Gurley apparently is hitting twenty-one miles an hour running in practice. That's great. How's his knee gonna hold up when he has to cut? Um, I'm I'm you know, this is hype. I, I'm still looking at all of the things that the Rams did in this po- in the preseason or in the off season. I mean, drafting Daryl Williams or Daryl Henderson, holding on to, um, you know, making sure that they held on to Mac Brown. I'm I'm not convinced that that Gurley is going to be as productive as everyone believes he is. So, um, I'm still waiting. I think this is great, you know, hype from um the LA Rams camp. I'm still not touching Gurley. I'm leaving. I'm leaving that alone. So. Uh, Moving on. Kyler Murray struggles in second preseason start. All right. So now we're officially going to get to my thoughts on Kyler Murray. Um, For those of you who have listened um, and kind of heard me on a couple other podcasts, um, state my um, opinions on Kyler Murray. As well as on the Sports Exchange, which is the uh, internet radio show that uh, that I uh, help out with with their fantasy coverage. I am not a fan of Kyler Murray. I have not been a fan of Kyler Murray um, for a while now. Uh, having had again some background information as to, um, it's more more, it's kind of on the field. Not necessarily his play, um, but attitude-wise dealing with coaches um, and family members that just make me want to look at this like this may be another Johnny Manziel case, closer to Johnny Manziel than it is to Baker Mayfield. I may be wrong. I may be looking at the wrong information. That, That could be. But... Those kind of things give me red flags that I'm not willing to deal with, and that's off the field. That doesn't even have to do with anything on the field that happened last night or in these last two games. Um, In terms of on the field, here's the deal. The air raid system that everyone is going crazy about was attempted with Chip Kelly. It worked for a year. One of the things that really helped to stop the air raid offense was the fact that there are cornerbacks, and many of you heard this analysis. I'm I'm just basically you know if you want I'm regurgitating a lot of what uh, Booger McFarlane said on ESPN, but this is this is true. This is what happened to the air raid system. You've got corners on the outside who can play one on one, and when you spread out four on four, and you, when you spread out you know four wide receivers or three wide receivers and corners are have the ability to play one on one and on top of that the size of corners is completely different than what it is in 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 college ball i mean going back to the you know the original legion of boom starting in 2011 2012 and uh, 2013 all those corners were six two six three. And that's kind of changed how cornerbacks, the size of cornerbacks going over these last few years. When they're drafting, you're not seeing as many of these 5'9", five, 5'10", five, corners. You're seeing six foot, 6'2", six, six, with long, lanky arms, guys that are able to hold up and be able to physically dominate a wide receiver, even some of these bigger wide receivers. So that's another thing that has happened to the air raid system is corners are getting bigger. Um when you've got everything spread out because the corners are bigger and can handle taking on wide receivers one-on-one, it provides a little more leeway for there to be blitzing linebackers and blitzing safeties with Kyler Murray and him being, you know, five, nine or whatever they want to say, whatever height they've, you know, the NFL has agreed to, to say that Kyler Murray is he's having, at least from what I could see in this second game, again, it's only a second preseason game and he's dealing with faster players, but when the second-string Raiders are flying through the offensive line and getting to Kyler Murray, blitzing him over and over and over again, other coaches are going to watch that tape and do the exact same thing. Can Cliff Kingsbury come up with a way to deal with that? Because David Johnson, as a running back, back there in, in coverage and, and helping to block was taken on guys. He wasn't missing blocks. They just had more people in the box than they had blockers over and over and over again. So um, you know, Kyler Murray's legs are gonna help him be a little more productive. Um again, that offensive line is kind of a, is kind of a, a dumpster fire. And I am now unfortunately have to say it, I am dropping David Johnson a little bit in my rankings as well so again you know you say that this you know people say well you're overreacting to the second preseason game possibly Um, I'm also you know looking at things that I wanted I was curious about and I have not seen any type of improvement anywhere Um, so Again, I will. I'm dropping David Johnson down. I don't think that Kyler Murray is legitimately a fantasy option for this year. If you want to take him in dynasty, fine. I would not take him in redraft. So that's that's where I'm going with that. And, you know, a lot of the big gurus, um, the the Brad Evans of the world, and all them who believe that this air raid offense is going to just be a fantasy utopia. I'm not buying it. I'm watching the tape. I'm not going for it. So moving on uh the Indianapolis Colts there is guarded optimism about Andrew Luck being ready for the Colts season opener guarded for obvious reason maybe the optimism but maybe the optimism is a surprise um with this ankle leg thing that he calf thing that he's dealing with and a floating bone or whatever they're calling it um I have dropped Andrew Luck down a little bit in my rankings. He's still a top 10, um, but I've dropped him down to, like, five or s- – I think I've dropped him down to quarterback seven from quarterback four. So, just – it's enough to kind of make me a little hesitant. I'm dropping him down just a little bit, just in case. But he's still I, – I still have him as a top seven quarterback. Um, Little Curtis Samuel hype. Samuel has been practically impossible to cover in practices – Um, there are some people that think that he could be the number one wide receiver over DJ Moore. Both of those are incorrect. The top receiver on the team is going to be Christian McCaffrey. So, uh, take that as you will. I still think that Curtis Samuel can provide, um, wide receiver three and DJ Moore can provide wide receiver three, um, numbers. I think it'll be a little back and forth on the, on the, um, consistency of production. But I think that both of them can provide that. Whichever one steps out, I'm not sure who it's going to be. I Haven't seen enough of the tape on them and watched enough of the practices. I've heard hype from both on both of them. Right now, I'm just kind of you know they're both mid to late round picks or mid round picks. Um, I'm still hesitant and just kind of waiting to see. For right now, I don't have a draft for another week and a half, two weeks. So, um, and the last little bit of of hype. Um, Kalen Ballage or Kalen Ballage however it, his name is pronounced. Um, more hype on him on how he is looking. Um, you know, size, speed, power. Everyone is just going nuts about how uh, Ballage has been playing in practice over these last over this last week, week and a half with Kenny and Drake sidelined. Um, we kind of saw this coming a little bit at the end of last year with uh with Kenny and Drake kind of going back and forth on on the the targets and the and the touches and Belage getting a little more little more usage so we kind of saw this last year and I think if if Drake misses much more time there I mean he may just be a pass catching back at that point just a third down back and Belage may just take over the the backfield so um, definitely something to watch uh, Belage is still a late round flyer at this point and I think especially for those who want to do like the zero running back strategy um I know that you know I've gotten into some debates in Facebook groups and on social media about uh about whether or not it has any merit uh you know draft strategies have any merit they all have merit there's no one way to do it just there's there's riskier ways and there's safer ways and people there are people like playing with risk you know think. Phil Mickelson playing golf. The guy doesn't always play it safe, but it's worked for him. Sometimes it doesn't pay out. Sometimes it does. Um, so if you were zero, so back to back on point. If you're a zero RB guy, um, Ballage is definitely a late round or late round guy that you know you could take. That most likely it's going to be a starter at least for the first couple se- first couple weeks, and kind of see where that goes. So, all right, that is it for. The news and notes. We are going to get into um, our mock draft. So I'm going to go ahead and, and for those watching on the on the video on YouTube, you'll be able to see uh, how I have this all set up. Um, I'm going to go ahead and close out sleeper. So it's just just the mock draft simulator. All right. So the way we are setting up this uh, draft configuration, uh, 2019 season uh, redraft. Um, half PPR snake draft, twelve teams. We will dr- be drafting from the ninth position, so um, we'll kind of see where that ends up. Um, one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, two flex positions, because that's that's how a lot of leagues are going to two flex positions now. O- some of them are one flex, w- one flex, and one super flex, um, and so there's there's some play on where you can go with that. So. Um, one DST, one kicker, and th- you know we're going to cut from six bench since there's two, um, two flex plays. We're just going to go down to five bench players. So, um, and we will be going against the expert consensus rankings as well as a composite ADP. So that's ADPs from Yahoo, Fantrax, Fantasy Football Calculator. I believe ESPN is also a part of that composite ADP. So. All right, so why don't we go ahead and start the mock draft. All right. So let me uh, let me hide all drafted players on my list here. So um, starting off the draft, um, Saquon Barkley, then Christian McCaffrey. David Johnson went third, which I know that there are some people that still feel that David Johnson is going to do great. That they're they're banking on the um on the offense. Uh you can go ahead and do that. I'm I'm moving him down in my rankings. Uh the fact that he went for Alvin Kamara, I think, is crazy. So Alvin Kamara four, Ezekiel Elliott five, DeAndre Hopkins six, Devontae Adams seven, Nick Chubb eight, right before us, and now we have the number nine pick. Um so James Conner. Is is you know according to the suggested players to consider, uh, James Connors are is the first one that suggests here. Julio Jones, Odell Beckham Jr., Michael Thomas. So a lot of wide receivers. Um, in terms of running backs, there's James Conner, Le'Veon Bell, Joe Mixon. This is a half point PPR, and so a lot of people at this point in the draft they're looking. You know, there's questions about James Connor. I'm really outside the top four or five running backs. There's going to be questions. Um, James Conner, there's questions on whether or not he is going to be the man, um, how much Jalen Samuels is going to be involved. Uh, You know, and I keep going back to Mike Tomlin has never run a running back by committee. He's never done it. Um, And so I think James Conner is a very solid pick here Um, in terms of just the overall rankings. uh, Julio Jones is ranked number eight, James Conner number nine uh Michael Thomas 10, Odell Beckham 11. Um simply looking at it right here, I think if we were to go James Conner, we could possibly get Joe Mixon after this. Um maybe uh maybe a, a Tyreek Hill. We could also go um Julio Jones right here. Julio Jones I think is still going to put up massive numbers. Um I I definitely have Julio Jones above both Odell and Michael Thomas. I have Michael Thomas above Odell Beckham. So really for me, it's between James Conner and Julio Jones. Which ones do I want to start with? And a half-point PPR, I honestly think I may I may want to go with Julio Jones. Um, I know that you know some people consider that crazy. Um, what I may do is I may look at what this would look like if we do... Well, you know what? I'm just going to go James Conner. Because that's kind of... Uh, it's, um, James Conner seems to be the the expert... Uh, opinions to agree with Um, me being wide receiver more of a wide receiver guy last time we did this I did a running back obviously because it was Kamara I think what I'm gonna do is I'm actually gonna go Julio Jones so we're because a lot of people this late in the draft want to pick up the the wide receivers I'm gonna go ahead and go Julio Jones so after I took Julio Jones and went Michael Thomas Le'Veon Bell uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Juju Smith-Schuster James Conner almost came back to us um, and then Tyreek Hill. So this is where we get into some controversy on how to draft. Who's the best person to take at this point? And right now, I tend, I, still, I tend to favor wide receivers. And so what I may turn this into, I may turn this into a zero RB draft just because. Um, but looking at who is left, you have got Travis Kelsey. Who everyone's like saying, well, yeah, obviously you'd take Travis Kelsey here because of how well he would finish. Travis Kelsey last year I think would have finished as like the eighth or ninth wide receiver in half point PPR. Um, right now he would be going as the uh, what that would be the eighth, uh, yeah, the eighth wide receiver. So I mean, yeah, it's it's value there. That's about where he w- he should go. I would rather stack up on a guy that I think could finish better than being the eighth wide receiver. Um, And for me, he's not listed on here, so I'm going to put him on here anyways. Um, No one would pick Mike Evans. I love that. Um, So Travis Kelsey, Joe Mixon, with how bad the offense is in Cincinnati and how bad the offensive line is, and they just had an offensive lineman retire. I didn't put that in the no, in the news and notes, but uh, they just had an offensive lineman retire. Uh, Delvin Cook, that I am still hesitant on the Minnesota offense. And Todd Gurley, who I already said earlier, I'm not touching with a 10-foot pole. I am actually going... I'm going to go ahead and turn this into a 0-RB draft. So, um, on the fly, here we go. So, I'm going to go Mike Evans, and here's why. Um, you can say what you want about Jameis Winston, whether or not he's going to be the breakout player or not. However... Jameis Winston is still going to throw the ball a ton because it's a Bruce Arian system. Mike Evans is going to be the benefactor of a lot of that production. Especially if you consider that um with Deshaun uh with Deshaun uh, Jackson gone. Sorry, had a little brain fart there. With Deshaun Jackson gone, um Adam Humphreys is gone. You have wide, a lot of wide receiver targets, especially deep targets from Deshaun Jackson, that are no longer there. I think that Chris Godwin plays more of that medium route type of thing. And that uh, Mike Evans is going to be the the deep route guy. Uh, what, it was just a few years ago that Mike Evans was a top three wide receiver. Um, now, I know there were a lot of injuries that year, but still. Um, so I believe in Mike Evans. And while some people are gonna think this is crazy, again, we're to I'm gonna show just kind of a zero RB draft. So I like Mike Evans here. I think that he can finish above wide receiver eight. So I'm gonna go ahead and go Mike Evans. And all of the running back enthusiasts yell and scream and scratch their ears out and have a hard time. All right, so after I took Mike Evans, I went Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, Travis Kelsey, Todd Gurley, Antonio Brown, George Kittle, Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, Zach Ertz, Adam Thielen, Carrion Johnson, Amari Cooper, Melvin Gordon in the third. Man, that holdout situation is just going all over the place for him. Um, Stefan Diggs, Damian Williams, and Marlon Mack. All right, so now we have, in terms of the rankings and what's available here, um, you've got Leonard Fournette, Devonta Freeman, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Jones are the are the main guys that's being suggested to me. I hardly ever really go with these suggestions. Um, I like drafting my own way. So here's what I'm looking at. Um, in terms of the, the, the quarterbacks, obviously all the quarterbacks are still available. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to go in this round after I pick. That's what's going to happen. He's not going to go to the fourth round. I don't care. I'm going to wait until a little bit later to pick my to pick my quarterback. So Aaron Jones, Leonard Fournette, Devonta Freeman, Derrick Henry. If I'm looking at those top four running backs that are listed there, Aaron Jones has dealt with the meniscus issue three times in the last two years and has missed six games. Leonard Fournette, while everyone is hyping him right now about having a great season, about he is ready for this next season, he has yet to average four yards a carry. And while he's going to be dependent on in the Jags offense, I'm not so sure that Nick Foles is enough to pull um, eight man boxes out. I don't think I don't necessarily think that he has the um, people around him, the players around him, to be able to make sure that they are going to pull out eight man boxes and respect Nick Foles. So. Don't forget Leonard Fournette's hammies are also an issue. Devonta Freeman has not had a healthy season since 2014 or 15. Um, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry I am not going to draft. And, you know, everyone talks about, you know, Derrick Henry is on the rise. You know, he had such a great finish to the season last year. Those were his only four games. The only four games that he rushed anywhere near 100 yards. Yes, he got, you know, 100 yards, um, 100 yards in each of those last four games. I believe it was all four of those games. Um, last four games of the regular season. If you take away the one game where that he went for, was it 270 rush yards or whatever it was, take away that game. Take away his biggest game and his smallest game, which was three carries for 21 yards. or oh, sorry, seven carries for 21 yards. Take away those two and then average everything out. He goes from a 4.9 yards per carry to 4.2 yards per carry. Those last four games were 60% of his of his or 50%. 60 50, 50 to 6% of his production for the season. I'm not willing to risk right now go after that to to go after him for uh, you know um the lack of consistency. Now I know they say that they're going to ride Derrick Henry into the ground. I just don't know if that's actually going to work. I don't think that they're that Marcus Mariota is enough to pull um, enough trouble out of the box to keep Derrick Henry. I know that he faces a lot of eight-man boxes. He doesn't catch the ball out of the out of the backfield all that well. So they bring on they bring in Deion Lewis for that. Derrick Henry faces thirty percent of his thirty percent of his time in there. He's facing eight-man box. So I'm not going to go with Derrick Henry. So we go back to the zero draft strategy or the zero RB draft strategy. Um. And so, the wide receivers that are available, Julian Edelman, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and Chris Godwin. Now, I've already got Mike Evans, so that right there is going to push back me going after Chris Godwin. Um, Besides, if you look in the the rankings, uh, he's down there a ways. So, I'm willing right now to go past Leonard Fournette, Devonta Freeman, Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Jones, those top four. The next three guys in the rankings are Brandon Cooks, Julian Edelman, Robert Woods. Now, for, again, for all of the zero wide receiver or the zero running back haters fine if you don't want to draft like this turn off this show and go listen to something else i'm going to tell you that right now this obviously is not for you so i will cover a zero, a zero wide receiver strategy in my next mock draft but as far as this goes um julian edelman brandon cooks robert woods chris godwin Julian Edelman is is solid. Um, the issue with Julian Edelman is that he doesn't have he doesn't get a whole lot of touchdowns. Um, he's had one year, I think of seven or eight. Um, but he doesn't score a whole lot of touchdowns. Brandon Cooks is he has the highest uh, best way to put it. he has the highest ceiling in terms of Brandon Cook's Woods and um, Cooper Cup. But he also has one of the lowest floors. He's kind of a boomer bust in terms of it being a wide receiver, too. I think that Robert Woods leads that wide receiver core again. Um, now, one of the warnings that it says right here, uh, if you're looking, again, watching the video, one of the warnings it says about Robert Woods is only 8% of the of the experts are agreeing that this would be the pick to go with. Um, and so uh, one of the warnings is saying that the, you know, he's got a bye week in week nine, which is the same as Julio Jones. Week 9, my team may look nothing like what it does the day that I draft. I may, you know, by then, I may only have a few players left on my team that were, you know, guys I drafted. So I'm not totally against that. So for me, in terms of being quote-unquote safe but still, you know, stretching a little bit, I would rather have Robert Woods than Brandon Cooks. Um, Experts, yeah, 5% say Brandon Cooks, uh, 3% say Robert Woods. I would rather have Robert Woods, and I've told you my issues with the running backs there. So I'm going to go with Robert Woods and fill out in this half-point PPR um, with these wide receivers. Now, moving on. So here, I told you, after I took Robert Woods, Patrick Mahomes would go, well, what do you know? I took Robert Woods, and went Patrick Patrick Mahomes, Leonard Fournette, Aaron Jones, Brandon Cooks, Julian Edelman, Devonta Freeman. So Derrick Henry actually came back to us. Now, not only is there Derrick Henry, but there's also Josh Jacobs. Now, Josh, from what I've seen so far in preseason, again, it's just preseason, Josh Jacobs has looked like a decent running back. Um, I have really liked what I have seen from him. I would like, you you know, I wouldn't mind having him. I think taking him in the fourth round right now, I would like to maybe get another wide receiver, but, you know, looking at the wide receivers, I'm not sure. Um, looking at the running backs that are left, again, um, Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, David Montgomery, uh, Mark Ingram, Sonny Michelle, Philip Lindsey. We're getting to the area where it's, you know, the zero running back strategy. Are you willing to start taking running backs at this point? If you stay true to form of the zero running back strategy you would not be taking a running back here. For me, I am willing to possibly take a running back here. But again, it would be a running back that I want and I have um you know and that I have the most confidence in. Um looking at who we would be coming back to um drafting if if I was to say if I was to take Kenny Galladay or maybe Tyler Lockett um as my next pick. If I were to take one of those guys um the running backs that would be coming back to me we're down in the Philip Lindsay, James White, Tevin Coleman, Lamar Miller area. Tariq Cohen, um, Latavius Murray. So those are those are possible possible starters. Um again, a lot of people are going to say that you know those you know those are like running back fours and fives. Um you know, James White is a possible You know, finishes, I want to say, running back eight or nine in half point and full point PPR last year. So he has the ability. It's whether or not it's actually going to work out that way for the offense in New England. Again, this is a risk. I'm going to tell you guys again, this is a risky way to go. Some people say it's a safe way to go because of the, um, you know, with it being PPR, half point PPR, and the amount of injuries that happen to running backs, having a stable of solid wide receivers, and then just kind of figuring out, you know, draft a bunch of low-end running backs who have a lot of upside that's the way that this strategy works and a lot of people think that's you know stupid way to go but that's the way we're going tonight i have no problems with this strategy so um going on i don't again i don't want derrick henry i'm hesitant on kenny galladay even as my you know he would be my wide receiver four um chris godwin i'm i'm waiting on i think that you know I, if I since I have Mike Evans, I'm not necessarily willing to go Chris Godwin. Josh Jacobs is a possibility. If I took Josh Jacobs, the next uh, wide receiver I'm looking at is probably uh, Alshon Jeffrey, Calvin Ridley, you know, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson type. So, um, there may go a little bit of a run on quarterbacks: Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, and Baker Mayfield. We'll see over you know rounds four and five. For me, I like. <clears throat> I mean, I kinda like Tyler Lockett here. If we want to stick strictly to the um zero water or the zero running back strategy, either Tyler Lockett or Kenny Galladay. I think um, you know, why don't we go ahead and stick with just the strict zero RB? And I'm going to go Tyler Lockett, because I think that he has better upside than Kenny Galladay. Uh for the quarterback situation for one. Um and so I am gonna go I'm gonna go Tyler Lockett here. All right, so after I took Tyler Lockett, I went Chris Godwin. David Montgomery went next. I kind of saw that coming. Then Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay. So Allen Robinson jumped up. Interesting. And went before Kenny Galladay. Uh, Then Chris Carson, DJ Moore, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs. Then tight end, O.J. Howard, Cooper Cup, Tyler Boyd, Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Watson, Sonny Michelle, Calvin Ridley, Mike Williams. Okay, so now we've got all of our wide receivers filled out. Um, looking at the running backs, Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay, James White, Tevin Coleman. Um, the overall consensus as far as the, um, as far as the experts on fantasy pros, which I'm one of them. So I may be at fault for that. So, uh, is uh, the overall consensus right now is, is Mark Ingram, 47% of the experts agree that he should be the next guy taken. um. I don't know how I feel about Mark Ingram. Simply because he is 29, he's going to be 30, going to a new team. Um it makes me a little nervous uh with that kind of a um you know those factors. He also has an ACL tear and a couple other injuries you know that have that that he's suffered. So going to a new team, new offense, I know it's going to be very run heavy. Um and he'll have uh he'll have um uh Lamar Jackson as his quarterback to help kind of ease that a little bit. So it could be very good for him. Um there's just there's just some stuff I'm not totally sold on uh in that offense. And so um next would be you know the next I've got Aaron Rodgers, Philip Lindsay, Evan Ingram. I don't necessarily want to take my tight end this early. Uh there's you know I still like Hunter Henry. I like Austin Cooper this year. I do. Um, David Njoku, I think, can be an okay option, so or even Vance McDonald. Just with how many um, passing options are no longer there, there's not, there's a little more clarity, I believe, in terms of Pittsburgh and the passing game. There's no Jesse James, so I think Vance McDonald is a is a solid play. Um, so we could do a couple rings. We could, you know, hold off on the running backs again. But if we hold off on the running backs again, we're looking at. Maybe James White, Tevin Coleman, Lamar Miller, Tariq Cohen, Latavius Murray. So, um, do we go Mark Ingram? Do we hold off? Do we go Evan Ingram? Um, Phillip Lindsay, I think, is going to be, again, in a 50 50 timeshare with uh, Royce Freeman. We will see if Lindsay proves to be the better guy again. I think that's quite possible. Um, and then, you know, James White. Or we could take quarterback and go Aaron Rodgers here. Um I may wait on quarterback and maybe take Matt Ryan to um to hold up with Mike Evans. Or I could wait and take, you know, all the way down to Jameis Winston and pair him up with Mike Evans. We could do that as well. Um but there's lots of options at quarterback, so I'm gonna wait there. So really we're looking, do we take the running back now or do we take a tight end? And if we take a running back, which t- which running back is it gonna be? Uh maybe we could look at Mark Ingram, Phillip Lindsay, James White. Um, the experts consensus says to take Mark Ingram. And while I have some red flags, I do think that there could be, you know, there could be some some good stuff going there for Mark Ingram. So we'll go ahead and take Mark Ingram. Okay. So after we took Mark Ingram, Christian Kirk, AJ Green, Aaron Rodgers, then Evan Ingram, Philip Lindsay, and James White. So we still need more running backs. Um the We will eventually pick up, you know, maybe a couple more wide receivers that have some upside. Only one more tight end was taken. There's probably going to be a couple taken over this next this next round. Uh, One more quarterback went in Aaron Rodgers. So we still have Mayfield, Matt Ryan, Andrew Luck, Carson Wentz, Cam Newton, Russell Wilson. You have some solid pieces down there. Um, So as far as the running back situation still goes, Tevin Coleman, Lamar Miller, Tariq Cohen. Well, Lamar Miller. His stock is going up a little bit simply because of the fact that there's no competition for anyone to take his s- take any of his production. Um, I mean, there's no more Devonta Foreman controversy. Foreman's you know, shipped out and gone. Um, Tevin Coleman with with McKinnon going on pop. There's still Matt Breida that could pose some issues. Tevin Coleman, I think, could be solid in a r- decent pass catching role being in that Mike Shanahan offense. Um or not Mike Shanahan, um Kyle Shanahan offense. Wrong Shanahan. Um and because he performed that well in in um, in uh, in Atlanta when uh, Shanahan was his offense coordinator. So I um I like Tevin Coleman as again as a zero RB type of guy. Um Lamar Miller is is for the most part pretty stable. He's right around a thousand yards. The problem is he doesn't ever get it in the end zone. Tevin Coleman can get it in the end zone. Uh, Tariq Cohen I think is another option, but um, I think we may wait on him and uh, and see if I can maybe get like Austin Eckler in my next round in the uh, in the seventh. If if he could drop that low, that would be great. Um, or we could take Austin Eckler right now. Austin Eckler's a, you know, yeah, he's a, he's only 4%. Him. And here's where here's where looking at the rankings and looking at opportunity matter. Um, because I think if we don't take Austin Eckler, I know that he's a little bit down in the rankings list, but if you look, this doesn't take into opportunity, and this is taking in, a, you know, a hundred and some odd um rankers that some of them maybe have not adjusted for the fact that Melvin Gordon is still sitting out. I have moved Austin Eckler. I think right now he's running back 35 here. I think I've maybe moved him up to 30, 25, 30. um, Because I think he can be a running back too easily, especially in half PPR. You look at some of these other guys that are, you know, basically backups. Well, Tariq Cohen's another pass-catching guy, but Austin Eckler is looking at a 50-50 split with Gordon possibly not playing. And so this would be a massive reach, and I think that they would really mark us down. Um... But why don't we see if Austin Eckler can make it back to us, and we'll go with Tevin Coleman on this one. We'll draft Tevin Coleman. So after I took Coleman, just quite didn't make it. uh, Andrew Luck went, then Hunter Henry, then uh, string wide receivers, Jarvis Landry, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, Sammy Watkins, Dante Pettis, Baker Mayfield, Corey Davis, uh, Matt Ryan went there in the seventh, Will Fuller, Jared Cook, then Tariq Cohen, Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders, and then DeeDee. Westbrook so Lamar Miller is still there so he's still a possibility Latavius Murray I believe is very underrated in terms of what he could do this year um, given opportunity um, and right now the options are pretty even Lamar Miller Kenyon Drake he's injured I'm taking him off I'm not even looking at Kenny Drake I would rather I would rather wait and pick up Kalen Ballage later or Ballage or however you say his name um we still got Vance McDonald. Um you know, we still got the tight end position that again, I'm still in I'm willing to wait one more round and see if we can get, you know, David Njoker or Austin Hooper a little bit later and pick up a, a little more um a little more value right here in the 7th in terms of the uh running back wide receiver position. And still I'm still going to punt quarterback just a little bit more. Um so running back we have two. Really at this point you want to keep building up your running backs. In the zero RB, you've got four stud wide receivers. If you keep building up the running backs and maybe pick up a wide receiver a little bit later, you know, you've got a Dante Moncrief down here that, you know, is a, a Tyrell Williams. I think both of them are very underrated um and under drafted right now. Um as far as everything goes with uh, with them. So um definitely something to watch there. Um looking at other guys, you know, Kenny Stills. So there are guys that are still available late that I'm willing to kind of go that direction with. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, I think, could be a possible sleeper. Emmanuel Sanders. These are guys going late that if you wanted to pick up another one, uh, another running back or another wide receiver late, those are guys I would look at. I want to fill up my bench with a whole bunch of possibilities at running back. And so, you know, you could, you know, you could take Lamar Miller, um, I like Latavius Murray right here. I think that he is more likely to have a really decent role in an, in a high-powered offense that has moved more towards the run game over the last few years, um, which is definitely something to think about. So I think I'm going to go ahead and take Latavius Murray over Lamar Miller. I think the while he's splitting a backfield, he's splitting with Alvin Kamara, who most of, a lot of his stuff comes in the pass game. And doesn't, he hasn't run for 1,000 yards yet. I think Latavius Murray could be a, a solid um, draft piece here. So I'm going to go ahead and take him for the bench. All right. So after I took Latavius Murray, Larry Fitzgerald, Eric Ebron, Lamar Miller, Marvin Jones, Drew Brees, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. So we have uh, so far looking at our team again, uh, Mark Ingram, Tevin Coleman, Julio Jones... Mike Evans, Robert Woods, and Tyler Lockett. So again, this is this is prototypical zero R B. Um we've got Latavius Murray on our bench. Another, you know, high, high upside uh value pick at running back. So right here, the the experts overall rankings and consensus and everything. Um you know, the suggested player to take is is Cam Newton right here. Uh or Carson Wentz. That's you know, I think Cam is the next is the highest quarterback at this point. Um, I'm still willing again. I'm still willing to punt. You know, you've still got Russell Wilson, Jared Goff. I'm not taking Kyler Murray. I've gone on that rant. My news and notes. Um, Jameis Winston. There are people that believe that he could he could have. I have him picked as a possible sleeper for this year. It may happen. It may not. But I have him. He has the opportunity to do that in a Bruce Arians offense. And then you've got Ben Roethlisberger. That I think the fact that he is quarterback fourteen. By the experts is ridiculous. Um, I understand that there's some you know back and forth in terms of how he plays on the road and how he plays and how he plays at home. There's like a ten point fantasy difference. That being said, even last year he still finished as what was it the quarterback two or three. So I think that he is still a solid quarterback. And you know even look at Lamar Jackson um, and Phillip Rivers. I think are going to be solid. Lamar Jackson is a sleeper this year. I think that he could have a really good year fantasy-wise because of the fact that he runs the ball so well. So um, so I'm going to punt down uh, Cam Newton um, and just maybe see if he drops a little bit more. So the running backs, Kenyon Drake, Rashad Penny, Darius Geis, Royce Freeman, Jordan Howard, Daryl Henderson. Um, Kalen Bellage is down there. I think that he could possibly still drop down to the next round. A lot of the, a lot of the teams are. I mean, if we look at the draft board, a lot of teams have gone, you know, heavy running back. Well, there's a couple teams that only have two. First four teams only have two running backs. A lot of other running backs. Uh, I've got three, so, you know, kind of going back and forth. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna start building up running backs a little bit more here. Um, so again, Rashad Penny. I don't trust Darius Geis. I don't think they he's uh, there's too many warning signs out of Washington with them saying that he's healthy and ready to go, and yet they've re-signed Adrian Peterson for another two years. They drafted Bryce Love. Um, they've still got uh, Thompson the Chris Thompson in the back in the in the backfield. That's just that's a whole lot of warning signs that Darius Guys isn't ready. You got Royce Freeman, who you know everyone you know especially you know you, Brad Evans is a huge fan of Royce Freeman and think that post hype sleeper for this year. So. Something to watch for. Daryl Henderson is a, is a guy to watch. I still think that he is the better option than Mac Brown, but I think Mac Brown will start off by getting more more work than Daryl Henderson. I like the overall game of Daryl Henderson better. Um, let's see. I don't really like the running backs that we have right here in this area. I may actually go and take my. No, see, I like Austin Hooper. Where's Hooper down here in the full rankings? So I think we could wait one more round to get Austin Hooper, and possibly even, I think there's going to be a run on quarterbacks here. So I'm willing to let that run on quarterbacks happen. Um, I think Rashad Benny is a, is an upside guy, simply because I love Chris Carson, and he is a great running back and could finish in the top ten running backs. The problem is he does get dinged up, and so that's going to leave room for Rashad Penny. Have some, to have some some, quality starts and possibly even take over the backfield. So um, I'm going to go ahead and go Rashad Penny here. And then here's our run on quarterbacks. There it was. So uh, after Rashad Penny went Kenyon Drake, then Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, Darius Geist, Jared Goff, Kyler Murray, uh, Sterling Shepard, Cortland Sutton, um, then in the ninth round, Royce Freeman, Matt Breida, Daryl Henderson, Adrian Peterson, Nikhil Harry, Jordan Howard, Geronimo Allison, and Devin Bunches. All right, so back to the running back situation. We took Rashad Penny. Carson Wentz is still available. And I gotta look and see. Um, give me just a second. Uh, you know, we'll we'll forget that. Carson Wentz is still available. Um, I think that there's still concern about whether or not Carson Wentz is healthy. Um and so at this point, we're right in that area where the the tight ends and the quarterbacks that I like are available. So um, you know, there's there's Vance McDonald, David Njoku, and Austin Hooper. Um, I like like I said, I like Hooper. Um, it's not much of a reach right now from where from where everyone is is being drafted. Um, what are we pick one five overall. Um, you know I may take Vance McDonald and see if see if uh, Ben Roethlisberger makes it to the next round. Let me see. Let's take a look at our draft board. Who actually has quarterbacks? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten. So me and the guy after me do not have, and the number eight overall pick do not have quarterbacks yet. So there's James Winston, Ben Roethlisberger. If I don't take Ben now, I think that he will come back to me in the next. in the next round. Let me, oh wait, let me look at the draft one more time. So we're going that way. So it's not going to come back to him. I don't think one of these guys is going to draft a second quarterback at this point. So I can go ahead and take a different player that I want and know that, Car- that um, at this point, probably Ben Roethlisberger is the guy I'm going to take. Um, And so that is going to be, and so that I can go ahead and take a different position here. If I don't take a tight end that I want right now, I'm going to be stuck going with a guy later down that I'm not necessarily comfortable with. I don't really like any of the value after, really after Austin Hooper. Um, and so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and take, we'll go ahead and take Vance McDonald. I think he's the he's the highest rated um, right now. And I think with, with Jesse James out of there, I think that, uh, that Vance McDonald's is a solid play. So I am I think I'm going to go ahead and draft McDonald and put him in my tight end position. And what do you know? There is Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, and Ben Roethlisberger left. Um, Looking at the wide receivers that are still available. So after I took Vance McDonald, I went Duke Johnson, the Chicago Bears, Jalen Samuels. I think it's a good value pick right there. Um, especially with what he can do if um, if Connors goes down. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, Kiki Kuti, and Michael Gallup. Um, so we've got, we still need a quarterback, DST, kicker, and three bench spots. So I like Dante Moncrief. Um, I like Tyro Williams as, um, and I like Deshaun Jackson as possible flyers here. Carson Wentz is a possibility with how far he has fallen. Again, I still like Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Let me actually take a quick look. There's Carson Wentz with his injury. So Carson Wentz is still sitting out, so they're still holding him off the injuries just make me a little bit nervous. I'm still willing to go with Ben Roethlisberger over Jameis Winston. Um, uh you know what? I'll go with Jameis Winston. We'll go with famous Jameis. We'll make it. We'll make make the haters really love this one. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go with, nope. I'm gonna go Ben Roethlisberger. So you love how I'm just working back and forth on these. Um, All right. So after I took big Ben, Dante Moncrief <laughs> went. Uh, Deshaun Jackson went. Kalen Ballage went. A lot of these guys I talked about that possibly really have a lot of value. Um, and so uh, then it went Golden Tate, Peyton Barber, Damian Harris, Anthony Miller, Emmanuel Sanders. Again, wide receivers I said that you know are possible possible flyers here. There's still some guys that I like. Um, Paris Campbell. Uh, sorry, Ronald Jones, Deion Lewis, Paris Campbell. David Njoku, DK Metcalf, I think that's a great late flyer there. And Devin Singletary. I was hoping he would come around on this next on this next uh this next round, but uh, Austin Hooper and Jameson Crowder. So we've got three more bench positions to pick and then the the DST and kicker. Um, I can already tell you right now that the um the ranking or the the um the uh, the draft grade is going to be awful on this. And that's just... I mean, that's the way it works when you draft too high one way or another uh, in terms of position. The way that it's going to grade your draft is going to be terrible, which is fine. That's you know, thats not what we're dealing with. That's not what we're going to care about right now. If you're wanting to go with this strategy, this is the way you need to go, and this is the way it needs to be done in order to provide you know the most possible upside as you get later into the season when injuries start happening to the running backs. So... Um so here we need to you know I th- I would still say one more wide receiver and two more running backs. Uh Tyrell Williams I like as a as a wide receiver here. Naheem Hines um he showed that he can be very um very capable um as a pass catcher if Marlon Mack goes down. And really Naheem Hines was a top 15 running back when Mack was out the first Four to six weeks or whatever it was. After that, he was basically non-existent, and everything basically went through um, through Marlon Mack. So, here for me, in terms of where we're at right now, I don't need to worry about quarterback anymore because we're only taking one uh, in redraft. Um, Look at the running backs: Carlos Hyde, Edo Smith, Justin Jackson. I may take Justin Jackson just with where he, the value that's there, and the opportunity that he's going to get right now with Melvin Gordon still still sitting out, and we don't. We're not gonna see anything different right now. Um, and I think that I don't know if Tyrell Williams will come back to me. Kenny Stills possibility. Um and I just think if I take Tyrell Williams, Justin Jackson's not gonna be there. Um Deshaun Hamilton is a is an upside pick. Uh Adam Humphreys. He is an upside pick that I would be curious to see what I mean in the in the one the one series that I saw him with in Tennessee in the preseason game, in was it in six plays, Marcus Mariota targeted him four or five times. I think it was five times for four catches, four catches for twenty six yards. So I think that he could be a um, a major security blanket for that could have some some PPR appeal. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Justin Jackson, a possible you know a likely starter. Begin the season at this point, so I'm going to take Justin Jackson here. When no one is going to, no one wants Justin Jackson. So um, his ADP is 171. The best anyone has him ranked is 116. That can't be right. Expert consensus. Oh, it's overall 116. So all right, I'm going to go ahead and take Justin Jackson here. So. You know those guys I was talking about? Yeah, Tyro Williams, James Washington. Yeah, they're gone. So then Carlos Hyde, Trey Burton. See, and then we got the run on tight ends: Trey Burton, Delaney Walker, Mark Andrews, guys that you know are a little bit unknowns that people don't aren't sure what to think of. Um. So, I want one more running back and one more wide receiver before I take my defense and kicker. As far as we're looking right here the the running back this is where you know you go ahead and take a shot at a running back that that may step into a large that you really think could step into a larger role with Ezekiel Elliott sitting out Tony Pollard down here at the at, at running back seventy one is a very interesting pick um, Reichwell Armstead is a guy that I think could really fill in the Leonard Fournette role very very well if Leonard Fournette goes down um, Alexander Madison I think would Get a huge workload and be really, really good in the Minnesota offense. If um, if Cook goes down, these are the kind of things you got to look at um, in terms of what's going on in the offenses. Um, C.J. Anderson is a possibility. Um, you know, I talked about on the um, on the Fantasy Football Pilots podcast when I was a guest on there that um, C.J. Anderson. Or, or that Carryon Johnson has been s- talked about in the Detroit Lions um offices as not being a workhorse back and everyone's drafting him like he's going to be one. So that concerns me and worries me a little bit. So I'm going to stay off of I mean so CJ Anderson, I think it'd be a solid play here. Chris Thompson, we talked about, you know, his pass catching ability. Um so he's he's a solid play. Um, I don't trust Edo Smith. I would hold off on Edo Smith and, and watch for uh, Brian Hill or um, Kadri Olison. Um I think both of them have a better shot at really filling in a role behind um, Devonta Freeman than Edo Smith does. Edo Smith has struggled in camp, so so I mean here's so really we're taking we're picking a, a we could take Justice Hill as the handcuff who could get a lot of work behind Mark Ingram. I usually don't advocate for going for handcuffs, but in the case of right now, where we're playing with uh, the zero RB strategy, and um, you know we n- we're not sure how much work our our number one's going to get, I'm okay with Justice Hill here. Um, I'm not going to draft Kareem Hunt because you're not going to get him for until week ten at least, anyways. So, um, I'm going to take. I'm going to go ahead and take Justice Hill. All right, so now I'm willing to take one more one more wide receiver. And the wide receivers that are left, Kenny Stills, Deshaun Hamilton, Mohamed Sanu, Traquan Smith, Albert Wilson, uh, Humphreys, Devontae Parker. Um, you know, Randall Cobb is an interesting one down there that low. Michael Hardeman is an interesting one that low. I mean, these are, these are lottery tickets at this point. Um, things to look for, so... Um, I'm amazed that Ty Montgomery is still so low in terms of the running backs. So, uh, in terms of wide receiver, really I want a wide receiver here. I, I like Kenny Stills. I think that he is a solid pick right here. Um experts don't agree with me. Um but I already have a quarterback, so I don't need here. Let's just remove remove Carson Wentz, remove him completely because I'm not gonna go that way. Know, here it's also saying take a tight end. I don't want a tight end. I've already got one. So Giovanni Bernard, um, you know, Kenny Stills, Deshaun Hamilton. Traquan Smith is an interesting one as the wide receiver two, as the possible wide receiver two. He's just so back and forth last year. Just wasn't wasn't a guy that I was willing to you know, he had, you know, two good games. That was it. So um I think for me. I'm probably going to go Kenny Stills cuz I think that he still is going to have value especially as the deep ball guy with um with Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing the ball could start off hot so I'm going to go with Kenny Stills here. And again, I told like I like I'm like I've been saying this is going to turn out to be a, an awful draft grade. We'll look at it afterwards, but I'm going to guess it's probably going to be a D is going to be my guess. It may be an i I'm going to guess it's going to be C- to a D. Um, so here, defense, we're, Hey, we're at the beginning of the defenses going. So, um, we can take the Baltimore Ravens, the Minnesota Vikings. I like the Baltimore Ravens defense. I think they're going to be solid. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take the Baltimore Ravens defense and then whatever kicker just happens to be the highest ranked. Once it gets to me, Mason Crosby. Sure. We'll take Crosby. All right. Hey, I got a C plus. I'm actually amazed. So according to the projected standings, it's loading that up here. Um one of the lowest overall my starters are my team scores a 643 um you know, but I also have the highest ranked bench. So, you know, I've got guys that on the bench are going to be very possible stepping out into bigger roles. Um you know, that's again, that's the risk that you take and that's, you know, that bench area is where you know getting later on in the season could be a lot of, um, where those guys really come into bigger roles, um, you know when the injuries start wearing guys down at the end of the season. So again, if a if a non-zero RB enthusiast, guys that are you know all about the even teams or the, um, the wider or or the you know draft wide receivers late actually stuck through this I applaud you for actually sticking through it Um, I know that this probably just you know was like chalkboard on your ears the entire time but this is how this type of team is built Um, a high upside guy you know the solid wide receivers that are going to get a lot of targets high upside wide or high upside running backs that are that you can find later in the draft There are a couple guys I rather would have had. You know, Devin Singletary is a guy who would have liked to have gotten. um, And that kind of thing. Uh, I wish Chris Carson would have gone one round later so that I could have taken him instead of Mark Ingram. But, you know, that wasn't going to happen. And I ended up getting Rashad Penny. Who I think can still get a solid amount of work um, as a backup. So, so yeah. So, that's kind of how that went. Um, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this. Uh, Again... I am a guy that thinks that there are many ways to draft. There are many ways to construct a team. The next time I do this, I've already done basically like a, a value-based even draft. I've done a zero RB draft. So the next one I will do, I will do a zero wide receiver draft in my next draft to show how that is going to how that could play out. So, again, thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this. My name is Ryan Skuller. This has been the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, can't wait to, uh, to to do this again with you guys, and we'll talk to you later.